Hey, everybody, and welcome. Good afternoon, Eastern Standard Time. Hopefully, worldwide, wherever you may be in your respective time zones. Welcome, one and all. Invite the audience and ubiquitous audience once again to this edition of the Kennel Culturalistic Healing Hour. And we're going to be here today for as long or as short as it takes for a very important subject matter, probably somewhere around 30 minutes, as I welcome my guest. Rach. I'm going to just call you Rach for right now, and you can announce yourself. That is okay, name. and if you mess up and call me Rachel, you're fine. I'll tell you a funny story when we communicate after hours uh, about my first show, because I called that guest you, but we'll talk about that <laughs> later. And she, and she took it in stride. So welcome aboard, Rach from Minnesota, and please, you can you jump, jump right in, and I'll just pick the ball up when we need to do sure, so. Sure, sure. Sure. So um, I'm a podcaster and I'm a full-time worker in the hospital, um, have five kids, two sets of twins, and wow. have a terrific co-host on my podcast and hopefully future fiance, if he can take all five of the kids. We've been together for about eight years. <laughs> can I interject two quick things? I Absolutely. Brief, I briefly got to listen to your podcast show. I couldn't do it justice due to my crazy schedule. You guys do a bang up job that was readily apparent in whatever the three minutes that I could listen to it. And good luck on the personal front. I'll let you guys figure that out. I continue. Thank you so much. So I started the podcast about a year and a couple months ago because I wanted to get the education out there, um, bringing holistic medicine and um, modern day health um, medicine, going to your doctor and all that, and bring them together. Um, I felt they were so far apart that nobody knew where to turn to and were afraid to talk to their own doctors about going holistic. Me, myself, um, I have left a couple primaries because they weren't interested in the holistic. So when I would find my new primary doctor, I would tell start the conversation there. Are you into holistic medicine? Because that is my first choice. Um, because I work in the hospital, of course, I love, love that realm. But I think there's no harm in putting both of them together. Um, I agree. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. It's, it's so, um, the essential oils and the herbs and the vitamins and how you eat and how you take care of yourself every day has everything to do with holistic medicine. Most assuredly. Continue, please. So um, with that, um, me and Chris started our podcast because I ended up getting neuropathy from having a varicose vein surgery go wrong. And it had went so wrong that I was unable to use my right leg. But because I have five kids, two sets of twins, 18 months apart, there was no way that I could go on disability. You had to hobble by IT because of the five kids, because of the five kids. Yep. And I didn't want to go on disability because, you know, for those that absolutely need to claim it, go right for it. But for those absolutely. that have the ability to go up over themselves and truly find what they need, that is the most important thing to do for yourself. It is. It is. I agree. Continue, please. Yes. Um, so, um, 
going forward, we decided to do the podcast because we are such busy people that we couldn't do a YouTube channel. Yeah, I can definitely <laughs> relate to that. Continue. Continue. <laughs> um, in the YouTube channel, we have done some episodes where we have actually paired um, our, it's kind of like a continuance um, onto okay. our YouTube channel. So, oh, okay. um, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I will start off with the interview with somebody. For instance, we did my dad on Civil War and the medical advancements because of it. I started off in a conversation with him and we ended up on the podcast with Chris finishing up that conversation. Wow. Wow. And I'm sorry, it, it, it's your dad. And is he indeed a Civil War historian? He really, really is. Yeah. Boy, um, boy, he, some, sometime he and I, I've got to, uh, you can tell me off. I, you know what? Before I, this I, all started, I was like, you need to pair with my dad. Yes, he very much is. Okay. He's into World Thank War One, World War Two, And wow. yeah, he's actually wow. interviewed a lot of people from from the wars that are still alive. Pardon my naivety for that. I'll have to bring myself up to snuff, but continue with the matter today. Your dad, and I, your dad and I need to talk. Go ahead. Absolutely. I'll connect you. Um, you. So um, with having that interview, it put my dad in a different light. I had put him as a historian. And because of that, he was able to take the podcast and he was able to take the YouTube channel and push it forward in his efforts of trying to educate other people on that. And he has used the footage as, you know, this is me. This is, me. This is how I can teach you. Good for him. It's, it's it's a powerful message that needs to be heard. Kudos. Yeah. And, your, and yourself. Continue, please. Um, one of the greatest things that I learned from my father on that was um, that most of our modern health today, doctors, nurses, and stuff like that, was actually started in the South in the Civil War. And the reason yeah. why it started in the South is because everybody was running up to the North and fighting. Right. Right. So Even I they was needed to, with that. Yes. They yes, needed to keep the soldiers alive. And right. um, you know, a lot of a lot of things that I learned from that was and when you had this with my dad, he he would give it such more justice. But one of the things that I really learned from that is common things that we take for granted in the surgery room being sterilized was not none ex no way it was not existent and the nurses that we have today men and women um the beautiful thing is is that back then they had the drunkens and mm, the drunkards and the you know not all there people being, for sure, for sure. Being, being the ones that were taking care of the wounded in the beginning. Right. And they ended up finding out, let's bring in the women and have them be nurses because, it, it, and that's how the whole nursing program actually started. Thank God. <laughs> go, ahead. <laughs> go, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, but um, another episode that we've done in pairing both of them, which will be out in the future, is the energy healer. She has different, different um, realms of energy healing that she does. I talked to her and then we talked to her. 
great conversation. I'm looking forward to that around August. Um, and one of our first ones was a CBD farmer. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Right right in your region or yeah, right, really, right in a region. In your region. Yeah, right. Yeah. And what's sad is that she's closing her place because of all the new regulations that are coming and the yep. new leasings and all that are so expensive. They but are. one of the greatest really things are. that I found out was, you know, CBD can look look be looked in two different ways. For my cousin, marijuana was a gateway to the other drugs for him. But for right. other people, um, I had just had a brain tumor radiation at me and had my teeth pulled, all of them, for dentures. I'm going to go at right the there. Same... I'm going to go right there. <laughs> yep, go ahead. <laughs> at the same time, right around the same time, with within weeks. And yeah. I use that CBD not as a gateway, but to actually get over that pain that I was exactly. so intense. Right. And just to get over that energy that I was feeling from all those surgeries that I was having. And at the same at the same time. The pain. Yeah. At the same time. At the same time. Go ahead. Continue. So it it's been great to have um that CBD from a you know, a known source that is going to do it exactly right, exactly perfect. Because right. with our essential oils and our CBDs, they're often laced with things. And the FDA sure says are. that we don't need to say what's in it. They sure are. They sure are. When we, when we get off here, and I'm, I want to make sure I'm understanding you, that particular individual and their operation isn't available anymore or no she won't be but i do have another perfect person that you could talk to um he actually <laughs> uses cbd to help right? himself avoid getting blind right when you all get a chance to do so and i'll send you i'll send you my particular i'm in the cbd business too okay and, and really and really everybody's going to say ours is the best and all of that there's a reason yeah. scientifically for ours and we have all the scientific documentation and it's just a win where and if if someone is interested yeah but i would love to help those people i'm a healer i'm a certified healer so right. if it comes to fruition just an fyi for you folks wherever sounds you great please continue please continue so for um for her it's been a sad story i'm hoping to get in the tail end uh interview with her why she had to close her business and put that on there right. um right. because these regulations from these big businesses are seeing like walmart now amazon and stuff like that are seeing this as a money thing instead of a truly healing totally. thing to totally continue Continue. And um, just to give you guys an example, frankincense in Walmart is $5. That is not how it's sourced. They are not giving their farmers justice. They are not giving nope. you justice because only 5% of that bottle has to be real. Correct. They don't have Correct. to tell you what the other 95% of that Correct. is. Cor Correct. 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 And um, I really hope in my future that I see that holistic can get paid for because people aren't putting these holistic prices because 
they can get those prices. They're putting these prices at that price because, you know, insurance isn't covering them. You know, can I interject? I'm sorry. Go ahead. I want you to finish your point. Well, I want you to finish your point first. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Finish so, your point first, and then. I would really love to see in my my lifetime that they have started allowing holistic, seeing it as a true healing and pair it with modern health as much as I'm trying to do on the podcast right now. Two things I would like to do for the entire audience, yours, mine, ours, and them, because this is all about healing. Are you familiar with Dr. Dustin Sulak? who happens to coincidentally reside here in Maine, where I'm from. In any event, he is indeed the guru about cannabis and CBD. He just is, and it's well-documented. Okay. You, can, you can all judge that for yourself. Uh, the other thing is, and I'm not hawking my product, honest to God, I'm not. <laughs> but, the G, but the GMP labeling, that's a prerequisite yeah. that it has to be what it says in the bottle. And ours comes under that premise. That's all. For whomever's investigatory. So you can find out product A or B. And if you see what you like when you get there with us, great. Order three bottles. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm teasing. Continue. Continue. Um, a lot of people um, going into the mom side of this, a lot of people have said, how did you raise two sets of twins 18 months apart? Wow. And all I can say God, is God bless you. Thing. God bless you. God <laughs> Thank bless you. you. Children are wonderful. I love them, but God bless you. Continue. Continue. Um, all I can say is the same way I've taken care of my bipolar. Sometimes it's minute by minute, hour by hour. Sometimes you got to jump back to second by second and day by day because everything changes when you're raising kids. Yep, it sure does. <laughs> it sure does. In, in, in any time frame, most assuredly the last handful of years, and we know what we're talking about, hasn't it become like uh, Warp Factor 10? <laughs> I'm sorry. Continue. Continue. But, but the hardest lesson I ever had to teach my kids is when George Floyd was taken and they were finally at an age that they understood what that was. Right. Because my children are biracial. It, right. it hit them to right. the core. Right. Of course and my, is. yeah. Um, in my first marriage, um, he would not allow our children to be educated in black history. And I told him that I wouldn't push it on the kids. Um, every February, I would make them write a report when they were younger, and it wouldn't right. be on somebody that they learned in school. Correct. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> I'm, I'm married to a full-time retired teacher for years, and she'd be the first one to concur with that. But go ahead. But go ahead. I feel bad for the teachers these days because so many things are blocked. You want to get point. the truth yes. out there. As Absolutely. a teacher, and you're not Absolutely. allowed to put that in your curriculum. Nope. 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 And you're so I would tell the children that every February they had to write me a report. Good for you. And, and <laughs> yeah. Um, awesome. And it's part of their heritage. It's part of their yes. heritage. Yeah. Continue. 
Um, and where I do find white and many beautiful white people, there's a lot of things that are restricted in knowing what our black and brown people have been through, what accomplishments they've made, and everything that ha they've had to go through to get where right. where just my children are today. Correct. Absolutely. They literally and figuratively overstating the obvious forged the way for your children. Exactly. And it's, it's great that you did that for them. I'm patting now you on the for... back. Vicariously, I'm patting Thank you, you on the back. Continue, continue. For my children and dealing with my ex-husband, who was not helpful, and we went in and out of relationships very often. Very um, stressful situation, to say the least. Yeah. Continue, um, continue. I think continue. in mental health, my oldest had the most problems with that because he's five years younger than my middle children, and he's eight That's years good, older yeah. than my other ones. So yep. um, for a child, they start getting their permanent memories. Usually it's a tra traumatic one that they have. Right. Um, as their memories. So Correct. a lot of Correct. memories for my little ones are much different than my older one. Right, right, right. Yes, and yes. Um, so since he was restricting how I was educating the children, I personally would sit down and watch movies, shows, what I could. And back then, it was very scarce. Um, the beautiful sure community of black rights, black, you know, um, have made so many more um, documentations, movies, and everything else just recently that are just so educational that I encourage any parent to sit down with their child and watch it. That's so but, enriching on so many fronts, on so many mm -hmm. fronts, the historical part and who they are and all of that, but it's a pretty nice tit, uh, nice tight bonding with mom. <laughs> yeah. And the children are so important. Continue. Continue. Um, I'm sorry. So for myself, I would watch those things that I could, sat down with which kids were interested in it, instead of sitting down with all five of my children. So I didn't get in a fight with my ex-husband. And um, the two that were most educated with it when George Floyd was murdered right. were not as taken back in right. a shock right? because they knew this had happened in history. Many times over, but continue, continue. For the three that never were, I had to re-educate them and hold them in the most positive light because they were terrified. We were going through a pandemic that they couldn't even go to school because of the pandemic. And now they just dealt with somebody very close in their community that had just gotten murdered. Even though they personally didn't know him, they knew that they were the same color as him. Exactly. And listen, that's pretty hard to process if you're 127, let alone being an adolescent. Continue. Yeah. Continue. 
So what I encourage all parents to do is know the truth. Know the truth of the good white people. Know the truth of the bad white people. Know the truth of the black and brown people and change the society. Correct. Because it's not our government officials that are going to change it in a most positive way for us. It's us ourselves and our voice that are going to be doing that. Absolutely. Collectively and intuitively and not Jerry Springer. If that's a word, continue, continue, continue. Because there are good and bad in people, but most of it is not being educated to what the truth really was. Really? Really? Literally and figuratively? Yes. Very much I mean, so. how many people in your community that you know, that you talk to every single day, stir the pot? Uh, multiple. Multiple. Yeah. Unfo unfortunately, being very truthful to the question you asked me, multiple. It's still scary in that regard. We are and definitely st stuck. <laughs> we are definitely yeah. stuck. I, I think we most assuredly can get there, like you said, if we do it the right way. And we just keep the maniacal element, we all hope. Out of it. Anything that's upside down to include this planet. It can be a rebirth and be really good in so many ways to all the points you've alluded to. It could be a rebirth for the planet, which is most assuredly necessitated as the planet. Yeah. And those inhabitants that are of the humanoid persuasion upon it, you can tell where I side on things, by the way. <laughs> I believe the upside down in this, if that's a word, can most assuredly become right yeah. side up. And it's people like yourselves, moms, dads, families, over the multitude, and communities, and communities, emphasis on communities, that get together the right way. Protest is good if it's protest for the right reasons and in the right yep. format, and if it's necessitated to deliver a message, but not the way that it's been. I kind of overtook the conversation. I apologize. No, you're so, fine. Um, you just to add to that, the protests that happened in Minneapolis, the, right. um, working in the hospital, the most common question that I would get is, why would they burn their own community? And the truth is, why would they burn their own community? They weren't the ones burning it. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. Continue. Continue. I know that you and I both know that one. We just that to me. Absolutely. Continue. What you said is absolutely the truth. Continue. So they weren't the ones that burned it, sorry. No. <laughs> Go continue. Absolutely not. Um it's important to know that when you are on the wrong side of history. Um my father, who I was spoke to earlier in this conversation, used to be a racist. Okay. And his mom was even more. I've I've never been, but I let's just say I have many close relatives that are finally sort of coming around, but they're racist in the background, in, in their mm -hmm. backgrounds until until they took the time to get the education that you alluded to earlier. Yes, continue, continue, continue. I'm sorry, continue. When I started dating outside my race, my father was furious. My grandma wished that not they bad. would go back on the boat that they were dragged from. That's not what she said. <laughs> I've, I've heard that before myself from 
Uncle Charlie, there is no Uncle Charlie. Go ahead. Go ahead. Continue. But I think the most beautiful thing that happened in my family was my children. When my grandma, who was more racist than my father, my father's mother, had passed away, a couple years later, my children are like, do you miss her? And I'm like, do you? And they're like, we miss her so much. And I'm like, I wish I had those memories with her. I am so blessed that you got to have those memories. And my daughter, who just changed her name from Zoe, Changed right. it to my grandmother's name, Elizabeth. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's, that's just awesome. So my grandma for, she was not about 99 when she passed away. My grandma until the age of about, I want to say in her eighties was very racist. Yeah. She was in her 80s when she started getting the relationship. But she did live the subsequent 19 years or whatever that math is that she did see the light, if you will. That's that's, Yeah. You know, if we can hang around long enough and, you know, all the respect to your mom. My mother-in-law is 99. She's not racist. But I think the fastest way to change that for ourselves is absolutely be educated. Be open to those relationships. You have to be. Don't 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 you don't you think that that's pretty much prevalent, most assuredly to this subject, but to pretty much any subject before you just randomly, that's right, that's wrong, or that you know, until you have your facts. Like the and old, how many of the, our children are we teaching them um, the wrong thing? So boy. then our children are being wrongly educated. Yeah, they are. And then they have to mm, become an adult in this world that they truly don't know self-educate and move forward in relationships that way and unless we change it what kind of modalities will they be going by right it is frightening it is right continue um tomorrow we release an episode with unlearned 16 a known tiktoker on mindfulness she lives in canada she talks about canadian and united states wrongfulness in history because she's an educator but also what's going on currently correct and she's obviously resided she's obviously resided in both countries to to know she literally knows from where she speaks correct correct um and she's going to be on our podcast send, tomorrow. Send okay, tomorrow. I'll make sure I try to listen in. Yeah, she's going to be on our podcast tomorrow. And yeah. it was such a beautiful conversation. But what she said most that stuck with me is a lot of people remember that good time. For instance, remember when you asked your mother or father, father for that quarter for that gumball? <laughs> Put the quarter in there, watched it spin down, started eating it. You were like, oh, this is the best thing in the world. Go try it now. After five seconds, you take it out. You're eating cement. Those gumballs are not good. I know. All those Americana things are pretty much bypassed us, too. And it is a shame. But continue. continue. So... 
just know what your truth is. And if you're on the wrong side of history, go get educated. That's the most that I can actually say. Absolutely. Now, certainly not to rush you. Was there more that you wanted to get in? Because it's such a powerful message. That's why we're going to have you back. If you're comfortable <laughs> with doing so. If you're comfortable with doing so. Um, I know in future episodes, we are talking to a doctor that I actually work with day to day. And awesome. it's going to be how to be your best advocate. Great. Um, I am so happy that we got this episode in. And what it's really about is, you know, one thing that we absolutely see more of in the hospital is code 21. Now, code Correct. 21 is when somebody is being irrational in thinking and it could be because of dementia it could be because of mental health but a lot of people that we're getting right now are just so confused and are tired of the wait times in the hospital are tired in the wait times in getting to your own doctor the frustration has gone right to a different level for understandable reasons but it's gone right to a whole as you well know living yeah. But yeah yeah and one thing that ha has happened on our devices is that we can find out our diagnosis before our doctor can even get to us and one episode that i had in the past was with a doctor about how to stop google searches because google you have to find the right source of education when you're looking up Correct. what you're dealing with because Correct. that false falsified information can put you in a, such a fear state. And, and again, we won't go there, but I think that's kind of an agenda for them to do that too. But continue. Those so, engines, if you will. I don't think there's anything wrong with the Google searches as long as you know where the truth is that you're looking for. Excellent way of, an, of assessing that. That's my point. You said it far better. Thank you. That's exactly right. Exactly right. And How are you doing? How are you <laughs> doing through all of this, if you don't mind me asking? How are you holding up? Pretty good? Uh, you know, with everything you're encountering, nurse, mom? Yeah. Um... Dealing that with the pandemic was a lot. I ended up getting PTSD. And thank yep. God for the podcast. I had so many energy workers that helped me just float right and through it is, that. And it is cathartic. Thank God for it. Your show, my show, it, it's cathartic. It's cathartic. Even for ourselves not to be self-serving, like you just said. You have yeah. to channel that craziness somehow, right? Right? Yeah. Good for you. Good for you. Yeah. So how are we doing? Do we do we is there, is there more, or should we invite you back for another episode, or what are you comfortable with? I have time if you do. I want to make sure you. Get I have time. Good. My children, okay. like I told you earlier, Keep they're going. not old enough to take care of themselves. That I feel sorry. <laughs> then I'm going to let you continue, and I'm going to zip it for a minute because I'm getting edified <laughs> on a lot too. So continue. I think the most beautiful thing that has happened for my co-host, though, um, is that he has brought diversity to our podcast and for himself he used to be very old school thinking of how you raise your kids what you thought about the lgbtq community and stuff mm -hmm. like that 
And having those um, diversity opened up because Dante Wright getting killed and him just sending a shout out to that has opened us up to having those conversations um, about the LGBTQ community. And for him, he was very old school thinking before and the kids were getting very upset with him, rightfully so. But I told them before we started the podcast, I'm sorry that he thinks that way. Look at me and my father. He didn't get past his thinking until I was an adult. Right. But this is mm, the podcast has forward, mm, forward pushed him into being educated on what, what the truth is. And one of our friends was hurting deeply because her uh, brother wasn't at her daughter's wedding because he just came out as transgender and she was in confusion and uneducated. And because we had that conversation with Ellie Krug on, um, she's on AM 950. And we had that conversation with Ellie because Ellie is a transgender. Chris was in turn able to go talk to his friend and say, you need to understand your brother. He held on to this for so long that he couldn't hold on to it anymore and had to realize his truth. The thing is, is that the transgender community isn't trying to falsify who they are. They're trying to find who they are. Who they are. It's so true. So true. Continue. And. So true. Yep. Sorry. So true. Continue. And to hold truth in that. Now, my youngest daughter is 16 and a Mm -hmm. relationship at the same time with a woman and a mm, guy her age. And I, 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 I have to get involved with that because there's emotions involved. Not because if she chooses that in her future as an adult, I will get behind her and still love her. But because teenagehood is such a crazy, confusing time that I have to get involved with her thinking that having two relationships at the same time is an okay thing because she's just trying to mm, sort out her... mm, her, Of course, of course. Of course. Emotions of course. and everything else right now. Not because if that's what she chooses in the, you know, as an adult, hey, <laughs> whatever. But th- listen, then listen, there's a listen. difference in that 10 years. There's a difference there really, between. There really um, is. There really is. That's the key point. You're doing so well at that. And you don't need to hear that from me. But you're doing <laughs> so well at that. Now is the time to help. Her. You're not castigating her. You're not making judgments. You're helping her discover what is ultimately going to be yeah. for her, the best for her. Yeah. Continue. Continue. I, I'm not saying Continue. don't do it. I'm saying don't do it right now because your emotions are crazy. Right. Right. And whose emotions at any age right now wouldn't be crazy for a lot of reasons, especially at that young developing age, is my point. Is my point. Absolutely. Absolutely. Cauldron to the cauldron. I think it's wrong for any parent to pass judgment on any way their child is supposed to be. But I I have to say, guide your child into their true self. If they're transgender, let them be. Let them have that conversation. It's who they are. 
It's exactly. Really, you, can't, you can't make it. Just like whatever you are, straight, meaning me, the guy next door, the woman, whatever. Whatever you are, that's great. As long as you truly, you are yourself and you're not making everyone else because they, and vice versa, and vice versa. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you're a certain choice or whatever, it doesn't mean that every straight person has a judgment or is making a judgment upon you, not all of us. Yeah. Continue. Continue. You should be who and you are. And you should be just able to, to be who you are. Exactly. And that's a statement to the parents. But for the people that are not understanding why somebody would choose to be a transgender, bisexual, or anything else in the LGBTQ realm, be educated. Shame on exactly. you for trying to beat somebody up because they're being their true selves. Why don't you turn around and be your true self? Good. Yes. Right on. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. I'm dating myself right on, but perfect. 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 I mean, that is what it's all about, Alfie. And pretty much, not to dismiss or minimize this subject, pretty much any subject you want, you want to pick. If you want to be, not to insult your cohorts, if you want to be a brain surgeon, that is so admirable. But you can't yeah. just, hey, I know how to do this. You ready? <laughs> right? Right? <laughs> right? Right. right. It's a crazy, right. crazy analogy, but yeah. I'm glad you brought it back there because just recently I found out I'm going to have to have leg surgery again. This year oh, has been a very, very interesting year health-wise for me. God, God bless you. You're in, you're in my prayers. Continue. But like I said at the beginning of this, I had neuropathy went, that went wrong because of varicose vein surgery. I had to have the surgery again, but when I went in there to get the tests and stuff like that, and they set me up with the doctor, which at the original intake, when I was setting up with the doctor, I said I needed a different surgeon because this is right. the one that I emotionally connect to with having my neuropathy. And Correct. they said, fine. When I get in the office, they booked me with him. I'm like, I'm sorry, but th this is truly how to be your best advocate without losing your, okay. Right. I said, I'm sorry, but I cannot see him because of what happened to me. I need you to book me with a different surgeon. And I left that day just as calmly as I am right now. Perfect. Good for you. As the patient within your patient rights, thank you. Continue, continue, continue. I didn't lose my stuff. I kept a sane head. I walked out just as, you know, as they booked me with a new surgeon. And I, I don't hold him in account because of everything went wrong, wrong but because i'm emotionally tied i couldn't have that conversation with him it would bring up too much fear and the thing is is that when you're trying to truly heal yourself fear is not a place that you want to start not at all and then you get into all kinds of crazy flight and folks yeah all that crazy stuff and you're right to uh, to know that and to handle it just like you first of all maturely <laughs> maturely sanely but you can certainly stand your ground and make your point. It's well within your right. That's another right. That we, you did well. And, and you don't need me to say that either. I'm just concurring. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it, though. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Continue. Continue. Um, just, and I am going to come to a close. But Okay. Okay. 
Um, we'll have you back when, as long as you're comfortable with that. We'll have yeah, back. totally. Yeah. I would love to come Good. back. Right, um, go ahead. Continue. When okay, I found out that I had bipolar, it's another way that I jumped into holistic medicine. Um, that is one thing that Chris has given me. Look at what you're doing with what your body is taking medically. Right. And is there a healthier way? Because when I first found out that I had bipolar, I was separated with from my kids because my mom and dad were a blessing. Um, right. And they took care of my kids while I took care of myself for six months. Now, not everybody can do that. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> but Correct. I was in a halfway home for mental health and I needed that time for myself. And right. the biggest reason why I felt I needed it was because a friend of mine killed himself when I was 16 oh. and he was 15. God. God. He told nobody, none of the signs were there. And I attribute to his mother that went in and out of the hospital because of her own mental health. And my children are at a very young age. The babies were just born. Um, the girls were just about to turn two. And I said, I'm not, not going to put them in mm, through that. It can Correct. emotionally mess up a child knowing that they're losing their parent because of mental health. Of course. And again, with all the bad connotations and whatever, and what the children would have to hear and all of that stuff. You did the right thing there, too, as well. I Sorry. learned all the tools that I needed to. And then when I Thank met you. Chris, I knew I wasn't on the right medication, so I got on something holistic, and it's totally taking care of any emotion there. So now I know that when my mental health is down, I look at what's causing that instead of just saying, well, this is me. Correct. And I just wanted to interject if it's any concession or reassurance or what have you, due to my age, and that's fine. Who cares how old? I'm 68. Who cares? <laughs> my point, my point, my point on that is, is I was blessed to with some pretty good genes and all of that. And I had childhood trauma. Who hasn't had childhood trauma? However, it manifested itself. Mine happened to be I mangled in a car accident, and that's why I have brain damage. Any anyway, through all of it, I just saw the light, I felt it, I knew who I was, I'm an empath, I'm a Pisces, I'm a water sign. I've always gone the alternative route in medicine. And all I can say is, just for me, I've had no reason to see a traditional doctor with no aspersions on them. I've had no reason to, thank the Lord, because I addressed, and my baggage is deep, <laughs> Just, yeah. I was an alcoholic, I was a child of the 60s, I did it all, pretty much, mm -hmm. within reason. But, you know, you have to pay your dues and all of that. You paid yours to the health thing, is my point. I've been pretty blessed that way, that I've been healthy. But I've worked yeah. damn hard to get, but I've worked damn hard to get that way and to get to something that comes from the earth, not ground up on a bench and uh, you can't even names and so on and so forth. You know where I'm going with that. So I guess what I'm saying is, is welcome to the holistic arena that you have. I think you made a great choice. From a patient yeah. side and from someone that's not a doctor, but a certified healer that thinks you will be happy with the results, your children, your family, your partner, 
And good luck with that on the fiancé side of life, by the way. Good luck. With <laughs> and, and, congr- and congratulations. I'm sure that will come to fruition. Sure. Yeah. And for, all, and for all the right reasons. Yeah. So should we say goodbye? I'm not kicking you out the door. But no, no, be- you're fine. I got to okay. go find out what they're doing. Pray that they didn't burn down the house. <laughs> exactly. And just to let everybody know, and, and yourself included, I most assuredly will list all your social media sites, you website and because it's very important information and i'm going to hold your feet to the fire when the timing is right because we'd love to have you back absolutely i would love to come back all right listen big hugs to your family and your and uh, hey listen i don't know and we're all good here and your fiance in a loving loving way thank and you peace, so much and peace to all of you, you have a great day all right we'll thank much. you guys we'll, we'll say bye-bye for now and good luck and See you guys. Thanks. Will, Minnesota will get better. It will. It will <laughs> yeah. Well. Peace. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you.